Welcome to BetterScope, sponsored by Remo Staff, Growth and Freedom with Remote Experts. And this episode special sponsor Smurfy Creative Video. In each episode, we interview successful people to understand how to be better. My special guest today is Michael O'Sullivan. Michael is the owner of Body Beyond Limits Gym in Newcastle and Michael O'Sullivan Fitness and Men's Online Training Program. Helping people achieve their health and fitness goals is Michael's life passion, and he is proud to have helped thousands of people transform their minds and bodies today. Today, Michael is going to share his insights about mindset. Welcome, Michael, to BetterScope. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm a big fan, and I really appreciate being here. Well, no worries, Michael. So, uh, Michael, Tell us about how you come to where you today. Um, well, the the shorter story, to be honest, is not many people know, but um, I used to be um, 145 kilos myself. Um, I used to play football for the feeder club for Penrith, um, uh, Winds of Wolves. And I played for Penrith for a little, uh, a little while. Um, I ended up getting injured and I lost my mindset and I lost my passion and I packed on a lot of weight. Um, I went to sign up at a gym and realized that there was no overall help for um, mind, body. It was just the gym, um, just a, a personal trainer and just a program. And there's no actual help for the actual mindset and rewiring of what you need to do. So over the last 25 years, I have studied everything known to men. Um, to increase peak performance in people's lives. And I've been lucky enough to transform over 7,000 lives, um, including kids and parents and wives and, and husbands. Um, and it all stems from my own personal journey. You could say it's my purpose in life. Oh, well, this is really cool and very interesting about uh, to find more about your purpose. Uh, but, uh, you know, Michael, I always love to find where our guests are based. From where have you joined us today? Um, I um, I reside in Newcastle, uh, nice and sunny Newcastle at the moment. Um, it's beautiful up here. I really love the culture. It's like a small town. Um, absolutely love Newcastle. Oh well, I I love it as well. So probably uh, maybe in a few years you're going to do like a, to retire and move or to Central Coast or maybe even up north to Newcastle. It's a really nice area right now. Um, so tell me more about maybe your journey and about the purpose. So what was the triggering you to move from where you've been before and where you're now? Um, that's a very powerful question. And I guess I could answer it by going deep. And the, the main reason I get um, the ideal clients that come to me is because I'm raw. And to be honest, um, I didn't have the best upbringing. Um, I, I had a stepmother that was, um, quite emotionally damaging towards me. Um, and I had just certain things in my life from my past that, um, that pushed me into a point of depression. Um, I had anxiety. Um, I didn't like the person who I was. Um, so it just, it, it become this sort of, um, bubble that I was living in and, um, my main purpose in life is to make sure that no one ever has to go through the same pain um, that I did. Um, 
you know, I, I did play football, like I said, and I got fit and I lost, um, I, I, you know, I found myself and then um, packed on all the weight and just realized that there was no overall help. So um, my, my traumas, if I can say, end up becoming my transformation. So um, I find that everything in life that you need to make some sort of transaction um, whether it be letting go of your past um, and embracing the future. Um, but as humans, a lot of us hold on to pain our whole life. And most people will live in their pain for their whole life, even though they know what to do. Um, so I guess for me, my most purest and raw self, like telling everyone and the listeners about my past and um, I was locked up. Um, I used drugs when I was younger. Um, I was not a picture of health and what I am now, um, but it made me hit the rock bottom in life and realize that there's much more to life. And now my whole life is spent trying to inspire people and help people to be the best version of themselves within the mind and the body. Well, it's, um, in, you know, like I, I had already like a several question, like what you're saying is so uh, related to probably to many of us. Uh, but you mentioned some of your family members. Uh, do you see some kind of correlations between generational health, like what is happening in family, what is like a, is going from from one family member to another? Um, that is the, the, one of the best questions I'd love to answer. And um, if I can explain it sort of like this, for, for my trauma, um, anyone that has trauma throughout family, um, it usually stems from a generation to generation. I like to call it like dominoes. It's the domino effect. Um, so for example, uh, the normal Australian man, that's 40, myself, my dad's dad come back from war, okay? Um, and most of our um, parents, parents' generation, our grandparents, come back from war and we're taught that asking for help is just a sign of weakness. Um, and then what happens is we're taught to just mask our pain and use alcohol and substances and not let ourselves out and, and not show our emotions because that is a sign of weakness. Um, that domino falls from our grandparents and then falls to our parents. And then that domino from our parents falls to us. And it really is um, up to a man or a woman in life to to be able to step out of the way of that domino and pay the price and do the hard work. Um, and that's what I was talking about before about my transformation. Um, I had a lot of generational trauma that wasn't necessarily from my dad, but it was from the past generations beforehand. Um, and it wasn't until I really sat with the pain and dealt with it and um that's how i created the, the transformations that i do now but also my own transformation um because i find that to to transform someone you need to be able to be transformed yourself um and i find that like i'm talking about asking for help and and all those things that we're taught in our identity as kids so like i used to have an armor i had an armor and i had a sword and I wasn't letting anyone in. I would not let anyone near me. I'm not going to tell anyone my emotions. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to uh, be vulnerable. But it's only when you put down the sword and take off the armor 
that you're actually your pure self. And that's when the true transformation of self will happen. That's when you can start to eliminate self-sabotage in your life and you can start to rewire your subconscious beliefs. Um, I find with generational health, it's, it's usually the biggest one because um, you look at your parents' habits and you look at yours. Um, you look at their parents' habits and you look at yours. We are, we, most humans don't have a problem we have a program. We're programmed in a certain way. Um, another little example I like to say that's a non-health based one is we we're taught as kids to, you have to work your bum off. You have to work your fingers to the bone. You have to grind. You have to work hard. And this is something that is passed on from generation to generation. Um, but truly when you look at it, it's, it's not the case. You know, um, you can work four hours a day and make $5 million a year. Um, you know, like the identities that we, that we're formed from like, Michael, you can't ask for help. You just need to tough it out. You just need to get back up. You need to, to hold on to feelings and not let them out. Uh, and this is why, to be honest, that seven out of nine suicides in Australia are men because um, men just, uh, don't know how to let go of that vibration. Um, I find that in life we're on two vibrations in the universe. Cause like when it comes down to the, the first vibration, it's love and happiness. And we we have gratitude. We're happy with our lives. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we're happy with the people we see, but then you've got the, the fear and hate on the other vibration and then you're you know you're you're set off by triggers you're um you know you're a victim of life and something in the past happened to you and in short you're either the person who wakes up in the morning and you're like thinking about the future or you're someone that wakes up and thinks about the past and when you have a lot of generational trauma all these things sit in your subconscious and they um, they water you and become part of you and to the point where sometimes your mind your subconscious mind is just thinking about them and when you whatever you think about you become so when it comes to generational trauma it, it's a very brief big question because um, it is the first point of transformation you really need to be able to look into your past and um, your history and things that have happened to you um, and let them go so you can be the person that you need to be. Well, it's um, quite an interesting and, um, uh, you know, like it's, I'm trying to reflect this on myself. And uh, so, so, for example, I came to Australia just uh, over eight and a half years ago. Uh, and um, um, like before coming to Australia, I think that I went into several grinding or challenging situations that probably uh, I feel that in, in Australia right now, well, I mean, the life is much, much easier. Of course, there are like uh, uh, other challenges. But what is in your opinion, like uh, uh, such kind of challenges are related to uh, whatever, like to everyone in Australia? Or when you mention about like uh, the ratio of 7 out of 10 uh, uh, suicidal cases are related to men, uh, is this just like a, a like how like a uh, an average uh, statistics or probably it's more related to 
to men they used to live here in Australia longer than probably those ones that just came to Australia. So this is maybe one type of question. And um, another question is like you know, I I will ask like the second one as well. You know, you mentioned about you put away your armor and uh, you know your your sword, uh, and it's probably easy to say. Uh, but what was your biggest challenge when you've been doing? I think when it comes down to like um, men not asking for help and masking their pain, and, and the statistics show that like more than like seven out of nine suicides in Australia are men, um, and that's a proven stat um, that's there. But I think to answer your second question, that um, when it comes when it comes down when it comes down to anyone making a transformation, um, for myself, it was. I needed something bigger than just weight loss. I needed something bigger um, because weight loss is weight is just a side effect of something else. You don't lose weight; you let it go. Um, you don't lose tension in your body; you let it go. So when it comes down to um, for me, I actually it was like someone going to a doctor and they said, "If you do not stick with this food plan." for the next 30 days and go to the gym for these three appointments, you're not going to live this extra part of your life. And my doctor was very blunt and told me that. He said, if you keep on going down this track, you're going you're gonna to live in discomfort and pain for the last 20 years of your life. And it was at that point that I, that I said, I need to change. I need to make a change and I need to, I want to be a fit and healthy dad. You know, I want to be, um, I want to have more energy. I want to have more focus. I want to feel better. And that's what health and wellness does for you. Like it actually lowers your bio age. So I'm actually going to live longer now. Um, I sleep better. I have more energy. I feel better all the time. And I think to answer anyone's question, when it comes down to tr any transformation, it's usually when there's something big that happens in life and when they hit the rock bottom and they have no way to go and they have to make an improvement um you know i don't think that like just losing weight to look good for your wedding is great or i just want to lose some kilos because i put on some kilos during christmas i think there always has to be a heartstring goal that is linked to your to your brain um and when your heart and brain are connected on your on your ultimate goals whether it be business or family or relationship then you're never going to want to fail because we always we always get to the point in life where we fall over, like we stumble and we fail. But we always got to remember that the first attempt of learning is failing. And I think in life, like we need to get used to failing and being comfortable in in failure because if you don't, then you're going to end up back to where you started. And if you ever go back on a track to where you started, you're always going to end up on the same destination. And that's the way I like to look at life. So if you do fail and fall forward, you're always moving in the right direction. Um, you're not a failure for failing. You're, you just, you're human. Well, yeah, definitely agree with you that we are learning from a lot of failures and, uh, um, and uh, you know, like, it's, uh, I think it's even better when you try to learn from Failure to others, and uh, and again, like I try to learn, you don't necessarily need to fail yourself, but definitely the learning is coming through uh, through trying. Um, 
you mentioned about the goal. Um, so, what is your goal? What is your scope in in life? What is your goal in what you're doing, and why you're doing what you're doing? I think my my ultimate goal, to be honest, um, it always it's always separated into all facets of life. So, I want to always have balance to have energy for my stepkids. Um, I want to have energy for my wife. Um, I want to have energy for my family. I want to have energy for my friends. Um, I also want to optimize my health so I can be that better version for my family. Um, I also want to give to people. I want to have gratitude and give to charities. We've given about $75,000 over the last 10 years to charities from my gym. Um, we donate like uh, $1 out of memberships to, to charities like Beyond Blue. Um, but also, I like to um, to really envision what I want to be in the future. So my ultimate goal, um, personally at the moment, I really love coaching high-achieving CEOs, founders, busy professionals, because I know being a man is hard. Being a man that runs a business is harder. Being a man that runs a business, a family, and a household is near impossible. And there's, where do they fit in health? Um, and I experienced this myself as well. So my ultimate goal um, is I have 7,000 transformations. Um, by the time I lie on my deathbed, I want to have 1 million transformations. But I want to have a legacy that I pass on to the future generation, my domino, my, my generational health. I want to pass on something that someone can take over that is going to help humanity, that is going to... Um, help depression and obesity and um, to help people to realize how good life can be and that's my purpose and that's what I I'm I, I'm going to achieve and I say I'm going to achieve because also as you know I'm an NLP coach and anything I say is becomes part of me and I really envision that and I see it happening and it's um, yeah it's very exciting to to be able to have an impact in people's lives. Well, I, I really love what you're saying because it's really like it's very much correlating with the Better Scope podcast. Because what and your ambitions, you know, like your numbers, like one million, like it's quite an ambitious number. But like I, I, I will say, I do believe that you're going to achieve it, and let's uh, let's work together to to get one million people. Uh, get better in their life and have like a better scope uh, i think you know like you, you touched like the uh, still level of executives that are being that are busy with different type of uh, uh, of different tasks uh, and i think it's coming with a bit of like a mindset uh, of habits and um, so what would you uh, i'm just like a, what kind of like a examples you may have or uh, are all the habits of those men good bad need to be changed need to be kept or need to be transformed somehow well that's a good question and um to be honest with most high achieving um even males or females like it doesn't um necessarily have to be a male or female there's usually a huge fulfillment around the business and you know kicking goals in life but there's usually a disconnection from family um most high achievers don't like to admit this, but there is always an unfulfillment in family. Um, 
you know, because most high achievers think, uh, and this is an identity thing, a generational domino, where we're taught that we need to work hard and make money for our family. And most men think, oh, I've got to make all this money and it's great, but they miss out on jumping on the trampoline and having energy to run around with their kids. Um, and they miss out on all the most important things, which is which should be a male's legacy. I think um, it's actually proven stats to show that most high achieving men um, usually experience a higher dose of cortisol stress, which is our stress hormone. So because of this in the high scenario stress, um, it's proven stats that high achievers actually live three to five years less lifespan than an average man because of the high scenario of stress and um, things that they need to do in their life, even though the, the men themselves don't necessarily feel stressed. Um, this stress leads into poor sleep, um, then it leads into the unfulfillment at the end of each day because they don't feel like they're getting enough done at, it, at the end of each day and they've got more to do. Then it leads into the disconnection from family because they're not present and there. Um, then you, you've got the high cortisol stress, which turns into belly fat, which turns into visceral fat, um, which turns into medications that they need to take, which turns into lower focus and lower energy as what they need to run a business. And then it leads into skipping meals during the day, which leads to eating the wrong foods at night. And this is the normal cycle for a high achieving man. And when they're eating the wrong foods at night, they go hypoglycemic and then they're in that bad sleep cycle again and they go around and around in a circle. Um, most high achievers that I coach when I first take them on, they're actually working 10 times harder in their bodies than they need to. Um, things are their focus, their cognitive function, their um, energy, their focus um, is always increased by doing the stuff that we're meant to do as humans, like eating healthy and um, having a good mindset and getting sun and drinking water. So um, the main reason I took on being a high, like high achievers coach is because I am a high achiever myself and I know how hard it is. Yeah, look, uh, I 100% agree with you. And uh, I will say this even with my uh, own example, when I used to work for a for some corporation in the past, we definitely I used to eat like a lunches and I used to like a, to put a lot of like a food uh, later in the day and even during uh, lunch time in office you don't usually eat the most healthier food uh, and uh, yeah definitely I was like a, probably over uh, weighted and uh, I had like a, I, I was actually and I'm still working I'm, I'm doing my morning exercises I had like a probably 40 around the morning so just to to keep myself uh, fit and I'm going to, to do a bit of screening uh, later uh, after our episode. Uh, let me uh, thank, say thank you to our sponsors of this episode. Uh, Remostaff brings time, money and freedom to these entrepreneurs via outsourcing. With Remostaff you'll get not a virtual but a real offshore expert dedicated only for you that will support your business. Hire an offshore expert with Remostaff and go on a free four-day holiday. Multi-creative video is a boutique video content creation agency on a mission to help brands engage and connect with their customers through effective and tailored video marketing solutions. For those in Australia, send better scope in a text message to 
888-888-4464 and you'll get a 25% discount on your video production in January. Coming back, Michael, to uh, High Achiever. Uh, can you explore uh, about those high achievers? So what is that type of personality and when those high achievers should come to you and why? Um, the most, the personality for most high achievers, to be honest, uh, for, for me, for my personal journey, most high achievers are humble. Um, they will, it, it, no matter how busy they are, like you, they'll open up a text message and reply to someone. They're friendly. Um, they, they do value family and they are very strong mindset and people. Um, but like I said before, you've got the five pillars in life and most high achievers will tunnel vision on one thing. And when they're tunnel visioning on their business, their whole slides. Um, and as we know, like, if we had a health scare and the doctor said we needed to do something, we would spend all our wealth to fix our health. So um, most of the high achievers usually do come to me when they're in a state of, you know, like I'm 40, I'm, I've been working out, I've been doing everything, but I'm not seeing any shift in my belly. I'm, I'm holding 10 kilos, I'm doing all the work, but it's not working. Um, so this is where they come out of the gym and past the personal trainer, past the psychologist, no set accountability goals, and they come to me. And this this is where I rewire the mindset, rewire the engine, and, and start working and making them feel like that 20-year-old again. Um, so a lot of what we do in the program is we eliminate self-sabotage because we all have it. And like when you eliminate self-sabotage, you don't need to go back and do another program. But we like to work on gut health, the metabolism. We work on um, the central nervous system because these are really big things when it comes down to a high achiever. Um, you had talked about being in the office before and in corporate work. You probably remember shoveling down that food like really quickly um, because you didn't have much break. And to be honest, this is one of the worst things you can do. If your central nervous system is high and you've got that high cortisol stress that I talked about before, shoveling food into your mouth is just not going to let your digestive system um, digest it. It's not really good for your um, gut microbiome. Um, but this is only just one small thing that high achievers do that they don't realize that they're doing um, that affects their gut health. And when you've got bad gut health, that's going to help um, make you gain weight in certain areas. Uh, when you're skipping meals, you if you grab the wrong foods at night, um, like I said, it, it just pushes you into this cycle of having low energy and low focus. So my program literally guarantees that my high achievers will actually see more productivity in their business because they're seeing more productivity in themselves. So um, that's why I actually don't sell my program. I have an application process for, for people to join and I like to, I always get the right people, if that makes sense. Um, I think when it, to answer your question, when it comes down to the, back to the vibration of the universe, I attract people in the love and happiness and um, that are open, that I can put down their sword and be vulnerable and let me in because a true coach will always be able to transform someone 
when they're at their most raw and pure self and when their guard's down and they've let go of that energy. And that's where the true magic happens. And to be honest, when you look at these high achievers, they, 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 they're telling people what to do all day. They're, they're running around. They absolutely love it when I tell them what to do. They love it. They're like, yes, I want someone to tell me what to do. And that's the thing that I really like about these men. And that's one thing they all do have in common because, you know, they're sailing the ship by themselves. They've got the family. They've got the business. They're trying to fix their health. They've got all these different things going on. And when you can come over and say, hey, let me sail this ship for you. I want to put you on the right track. That's when they really, that's where the, that, that um, connection becomes like real. Um, to be honest, I get goosebumps thinking about it because I, I literally just onboarded a, a client. He's a winery owner in um, Adelaide, um, you know, Barossa Valley. Um, and he just needed that. He needed me to get into him and, and, and tell him the things he needs to do. You know, because society out there just doesn't have like, oh, you just got to go to the gym. You just got to go to the, you know, personal trainer. You just got to have a food plan. Um, you just got to go on YouTube. And it's all like, it's so confusing out there. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, as you can tell, uh, something I'm very passionate about doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, I definitely, I can see your passion, I can see your love, and I love your love. Um, so like, a, uh, you mentioned about your, you know, you're based in your castle, not far from Hunter Valley, that you have like a really nice uh, wine there. Uh, and you found another client from uh, Adelaide, from another wine region. So, um, how are you working with your clients? Like, I feel like, uh, is everyone or, do they need to be close to Newcastle or you're doing like an online um, training? So how the, how the process is working and uh, how long it will take for someone to rewire? Well, when it comes down to the neuroplasticity, the, I'm going to answer the last question to rewire their subconscious. It become it's like compounding. If you, if you, if you know Warren Buffett and you watch his YouTube videos about his compounding interest, it's just all about the 1% habits. Um, and for a high achiever, I can't say you're doing X, Y, and Z today. You know, um, for me, it's like, all right, this week we're going to start doing this. And then next week we're going to start doing that. And then, um, we start using subliminal messages in their phones and we use their phones as, um, to play Reiki music where they're sleeping. So their energy is healing. So. The, the thing that we do with the mind is obviously I don't run the program first. I run the program. It's my program, but I bring the best health coaches in Australia to my CEOs and founders, politicians and actors. So I line them up with the naturopath. Um, we line them up with a, a dietitian. We do blood work. We do hormone testing. Um, so we fix the gut health, we repair the central nervous system, we reinstate good habits. Um, and it really comes down to the point where, if I can say it like this, it sounds funny, but it's like grabbing an old rusted lawnmower in your shed and we rebuild it, we put oil in it, we rev it, we get the metabolism going and we get that man feeling like he should be. Like he, we get him... Um, we, re, we rebuild the engine uh, to a point where they literally have to do no other program in their life because 
my program actually um, picks future risk, um, heart disease, hypertension, um, diabetes, just because we do the science-based testing. So we can start implementing plans into our clients' lives that start fixing future risk. Um, even though that, um, like I said, a lot of these guys know what to do, it's just, it's too overwhelming and too much for them. So they just pay the professionals and we do the work for them. Well, it's very interesting and um, it's, uh, I really love to hear about the, the way of the healing and the rewiring and having like a, whatever, like new engine uh, and especially to, uh, to have some kind of like a protect the future. This is like a very interesting. Um, so Michael, what will be one tip that you will give to our audience? I think when it comes down to um, my one tip, and it's a very it's a very hard question because I've got a lot of knowledge, but I think the one word that I can say is resilience. Um, you're going to come to a point where you need to make a decision in that in in life, and you need to have the resilience just to make the decision. And when I say resilience, it means making the call. Um, telling yourself you're going to do it and commit to yourself because when you commit to yourself, um, you increase your self-worth, your self-love, and it's one of the most powerful things you can do at the start. So when you 100% commit to something and do it without fear or, or procrastination, um, that's when you are going to really um, make that massive trans transformation in life. So um, I feel like, you know, being a gym owner, 25 years, you know, I can't do your program because it's the silly season. Like it's two months away, you know, what are you doing now? Um, look, I can't do that um, program now because I've got a wedding coming up in a couple of months. And it's also like when you have that resilience, that negative self-talk goes away. There's no, I'm coming, I'm going to go back to doing what I was. So you're back on the same track where you were before. It, there's no procrastination. It's just uh, resilience in making the decision, the powerful decisions. Because I think I'll end it by saying this is most people in their life will live in pain. Um, they'll live in pain their whole life even though they know what to do. And they know inside their subconscious, in their mind, they know what they need to do, but they lack being able to make powerful decisions. The powerful decisions and the resilience that will push them out of pain, that will have them living that unconscious, healthy lifestyle. Look, um, I love what you're saying. I don't want to live in pain, definitely. Um, so tell me, Michael, uh, where our listeners can find more about you, about your program, or get in touch with you? Um, so I do have um, an Instagram page, Michael O'Sullivan Fitness. Um, I also have a Facebook, um, Michael O'Sullivan, and my LinkedIn is also set up um, under Michael O'Sullivan as well. Um, what I literally do is I'm a mind and body performance coach. I'm not just a PT. I'm not just a nutritionist. Um, I pretty much take care of the mind and the body. Um, and it's definitely the most important thing. So um, 
yeah, apart from LinkedIn is definitely somewhere where I'm really engaging and I'm, I'm finding my tribe at the moment. So that's where I'm really active. But every Thursday on my and Tuesday, I share up information tips about little things that you can do to optimize your life um, on my Instagram page. So yeah, make sure you give me a follow. Well, thank you very much, uh, Michael. So we will definitely, we will have the, in our show notes of this episode all the contact details and the, our listeners will be able to just go in down and find the, how to reach you. Uh, and again, thank you for sharing the mindset. Thank you for sharing your experience and uh, uh, thank you for uh, explaining your journey where you are today and as well uh, sharing your scope and how you are helping others to find their better scope. Thank you so much for having me on the Better Scope. I, I really am so humbled to be here and, and share some of my knowledge and light. Thanks, Michael. And thanks for joining us on Better Scope. If you like this content, be sure to like it, share it, and subscribe. See you next time on Better Scope.